Photo by Andrea Piacquadio on Pexels.com. After this I heard what sounded like the roar of a large crowd of people in heaven, saying, Praise God! Salvation, glory, and power belong to our God. True and just are His judgments. He has condemned the prostitute who was corrupting the earth with her immorality. God has punished her because she killed His servants. Again, they shouted, Praise God! The smoke from the flames that consume the great city goes up forever and ever. The twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who was seated on the throne. They said, Amen. Praise God. Then there came from the throne the sound of a voice, saying, Praise our God, all His servants and all people, both great and small, who have reverence for Him. Then I heard what sounded like a crowd, like the sound of a roaring waterfall, like loud peals of thunder. I heard them say, Praise God. For the Lord, our Almighty God, is King. Let us rejoice and be glad, let us praise His greatness. For the time has come for the wedding of the Lamb, and His bride has prepared herself for it. She has been given clean shining linen to wear. The linen is the good deeds of God's people, good news translation. The past few years, it seems as if the world is upside down. For many people, living on this earth has become something of a surreal experience of folks dying apart from loved ones, racism rearing its ugly head through microaggressions, as well as overt words and actions, and neighbors killed due to gun violence. The suffering is palpable. However, things will not always be this way. There is coming a time when disease, death, and poverty will end. In the age to come there will be no more numbing grief, seemingly endless tears, constant oppression, grinding hardship, and silent suffering. The day will arrive when, together with all saints past and present, and along with the angelic host, we will collectively shout, Hallelujah! The end of this present age will eventually come. Time is nothing more than the relationship between events. When all events are ended, there will be no more time, only unending eternity in the presence of God. For the Christian, this is our hope and ultimate salvation. Our deliverance from sin, death, and hell will be complete. So, we wait and watch, preparing ourselves for the consummation of God's kingdom. Meanwhile, we are truly in an awkward time between the two advents of Christ. It is the already-slash-not-yet time. We are already saved, yet not fully, we are holy, yet not completely, we have our adoption papers as children of God, yet still wait for our celebration feast with Christ. There are few times more impatient, agonizing, joyful, and hopeful than a marriage engagement. It's as if two people are inextricably connected but not yet completely together. I still remember the weird feeling of the six months between my engagement to my heart's love and standing at the altar marrying my bride. Those months included every emotion imaginable, from exuberant happiness to agonizing waiting, along with hopeful anticipation and sheer nervousness. It was a time, for me, of unique joy and unwanted suffering. Since I was separated by 2,000 miles from my beloved for most of our engagement, it was an unparalleled longing for the marriage to occur. That is likely how believers have felt throughout the ages as they look forward to the second coming of Christ. In a period of hardship and even persecution, Christians long for their Savior, to be with Jesus forever and be shed of the world's crud, the sinful nature, and the machinations of the devil. In this present age, we have received the Holy Spirit as a sort of engagement ring, a constant sign and presence to help us until the marriage happens with Christ as groom and the church as bride. Since we have not yet experienced this, it is difficult for us to anticipate just how incredible and inconceivable the coming age will be. Yet, the Christian intuitively knows, by means of the Spirit, that the upcoming marriage supper will be a heavenly paradise, and so we long for it, especially in these days of uncertainty and difficulty. Presently, the great harlot attempts to seduce the believers, 
if that were possible, away from Christ. However, along with all God's holy angels, we will join in the heavenly chorus which continually sings, Praise God! To Father, Son, and Spirit. The book of Revelation describes the end of history for the purpose of encouraging the saints of God in the present moment of hardship. God will, once and for all, destroy evil, and faithful believers will be united with Christ forever in glory. So, as we plod through the Christian season of Lent, we do so with the anticipation and hope of Easter and new life. Because Jesus is risen from death, we gaze into the future longing for our own resurrection. Presently, we hold both suffering and glory together, the past and the future. For it is the past redemptive deeds of Christ which guide us in the present and give shape to our future. Christ shall return, and it will be soon. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Amen.